o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, Rick Kaczynski, Robin Washett, and more. How are you today? What are you doing there? <laughs> I, I'm doing fine. You Thank you. Doing some aerobics over there or what? No, I mean, I think, I think we're a little scattered today. i got to get locked in. <laughs> we shouldn't be scattered. We, we were both here early today. I don't know why we're scattered. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have your coffee. You couldn't find your coffee cup. I told you it's in my office somewhere. You know... I mean, sometimes the human condition is such that you're just a little, you're just not quite right. And I don't have any excuse today. I mean, uh, <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> I mean, don't you wonder when serious conversation, adult conversation, like when Adrian has that type of game, the thought crossed my mind. And this is this is the result of discussions with coaches over the years that maybe he was having a bad day off the field. Maybe something happened. You know, maybe his girlfriend and he, it, they got in a fight or something. I mean, you never know. Um, I, I discovered that one time I had a conversation. I, I want to say it was with Frank Solich, but it was because it was back in that era. But it was really illuminating about how, you know, kids show up to games after, they, after they've been up all night studying. They right. have huge tests coming up. They show up after the death of death mm-hmm. of the family. Um, there's various things that can affect a kid. I'm not suggesting that that's what the deal was with Adrian, but man, I mean, it, I, I just wonder like what the deal was. You know, sometimes you have this a bad isn't day. Be a ba- yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And sometimes are, I have are you a bad day. To find excuse for why he did not play well on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, not an excuse. I, I just, I, I, no, no. But I, it's interesting how bad he played. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Some days you just have a bad day without an excuse of something happening before. Right, and I just don't see the field right. I feel like I have some leeway to say that about Adrian because I I constantly defend him. Right. Yes, as the Adrian apologist or defender. How about defender? How is it not the same thing? A defender is an apologist, basically, (laughs) right? Apologist has some negative connotations. Essentially, if you went to a thesaurus, I think they'd be in the same category well, there. first of all i would go to a thesaurus i don't know exactly what a thesaurus is i've always said a thesaurus like, it's like you know, dinosaur <laughs> the you don't say a dinosaur do you Apo- Dino- s-a-u-r apologist has negative connotations that i prefer not attached to me um defender <laughs> i prefer not attached to me are you telling me thesaurus is a thesaurus yes there's no way ask your mom or your text dad. line is it thesaurus Aster. or thesaurus? I've I've never heard thesaurus used that way, said that way. But again, I'm not always in the know on everything. Uh, the Vegas Bobcat though. weighs in. What's he got? The Vegas Bobcat. Good morning, Vegas. Said, yes, good morning, Vegas. You are defending an average player. 
All right, we're off to well, a wonderful Vegas start. is a defender, also an apologist. Is that, is that that's not the same thing? Vegas. One's a negative connotation, but still yeah. is the same word. It's just in a different different setting. I don't know. It's just a different word, and it has a different tone to it, but it is the same thing, basically. Nope. I disagree. Like, I, I don't... Here's the thing. I, I love the Dolphins. I'm a defender of them, though. I, I criticize them all the time. I yeah. always criticize them. You're so not an I'm apologist. Not a, no, because I, I always criticize and say these guys are morons. The GM is an idiot. All right, what's on your mind right now? Oh, there's plenty of things. 464-5685, call or text as always. Um, yesterday's press conference, what was, uh, you were there. What, what was the, the main thing you took away from that? Well, you know what it was. <laughs> Just I want to hear from you. I mean, there was a, a comment that Frost said that, that I would say got a lot of people's attention, right? Yes. Um, and it was, he was talking about his job, job status. He was asked a very good question by Eric Olson that elicited this answer. Um, I mean, he was asked, first of all, about the – He's first about the outside talk and how much he pays attention to it. And that, he gave a pretty good I'll answer. give you that one here. Here's yeah. Scott Frost. How much does he pay attention to the outside speculation here, about his job? Sure. Here's Scott Frost to that question there. You know, I, I, I don't pay any attention to it. It's kind of hard to ignore all, uh, you know, talk in any situation. Uh, you know, there, there was an article written about me uh, six games into my first year. And we came off undefeated and lost our first six here. And they were already writing stuff. Um, you learn as a coach not to pay any attention to that. I owe it to the kids uh, to give them my everything. So do the coaches, and we are. And the kids are are giving us everything they got right back because of our relationship with those guys. And um, everything else doesn't matter. We can only control what we control. Okay, and then the big one was when he was asked. Not it was it was a few more questions, mm-hmm. and then there was a few more questions. Okay, and then he was asked how long he thinks it should take. Nebraska to get where he wants it to get. He's in his fourth year. You got that one? Is there one? a better way to phrase that one? No, that's what he was asked. Okay. <laughs> um, he was asked how long he thinks it should take Nebraska to get okay, to where he have wants to it to for go. That yes. Just read that he one. He said, he, now this is... I, oh, I'm, well, I, hang, hang on, I got it. I got it. Sorry, I got it. I found it. Here's the answer from Scott Frost to the question way of... To go. Way to go. Question. Frost was asked how long he thinks it should take to get Nebraska where he wants it? Um, we're close. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to overstep here, but yeah, I'm really excited about the rest of this year. I'm really excited about next year. Um, you know, I hope we get it. Um, I think we should. Um, and with, like I said, with the young guys we got coming back and an opportunity to go out and get a few more pieces to add to that, um, think this thing could be really good um i really thought this year it would pop and and we've been so close when you're so close and you don't get it done you know that unfortunately you 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 have a a mindset when we got here that we've been beat a lot and um winning's a habit losing's a habit um trying to break that cycle just takes some a few wins in a row and some momentum and and a little more belief the kids believe, but you really believe when, when it happens. And, um, gosh, we've been so close. I just want to see it happen for these guys. Okay. Mm. The, the, yeah, there's mm. a lot there, right? Mm. Yeah. I hope we get it was early on what he said regarding a, a fifth year. Right. He said, we're, we're, he said, 
I here. don't want to overstep here. You want to play that yep, again, right that here. first part? Yeah, I don't want to overstep here, but yeah, I'm really excited about the rest of this year. I'm really excited about next year. Um, you know, I hope we get it. Um, I think we should. Boom. Yeah. Um, I When he said I'm really excited about next year, obviously I almost dropped my notebook. Uh, <laughs> because I thought, okay, is he? What, what, does he know he's getting next year? I don't know if that. I think that's him sending a, a signal saying, "I'm excited about next year." Hint, hint. I'm coming back to Trev Albert saying, well, "Don't even think about firing me." Well, yeah, I'm not sure he's in position to do that. <laughs> he's no, he's I, definitely I, not. <laughs> he is definitely not in that position. I agree with you there. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, he said, "I hope we get it," and he thinks he thinks we should. And there you go. There's the there's the conversation that's. Mm-hmm going on in our state i don't want to say raging i don't i i am i continue to be struck by how much support i hear from my emails which i can show you and it's it's interesting now there's obviously i don't know what the mark i don't know what the 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 split is for or against frost what how many what percentage of the fan base is on one side of the aisle? What percentage is on the other? I don't know. I can't assess that. I just know there's a fair amount of support, and and I know there's a there's a fair amount of there's a lot of there's a lot of hand wringing, um, and there's people who flat flat out want to move on. Um, we're in that kind of year, so he's trying to sell. So what he's trying to do right now is sell. You know, Jake, the thing we never talk about. And I don't know how to do it exactly because there's some guys I just don't know what they got. But he said that that part where he said, like I said, with the young guys we've got coming back and the opportunity to go out and get a few more pieces to add to that, I think this could be really good. I don't know some of the, there's some young guys on the team. I just don't know. I haven't seen well, them enough. I'm curious. Also, do do fans buy that? Are you buying that from Scott Frost that you believe it's a few pieces away from being really good? Additions, you know. Well, that's what we wonder. Michigan I, State proved you can do that in one off season. They went from a, a pretty right. bad team last year to adding seventeen guys. Not all of them are playing, but a lot of them have, are are contributing. And, and of course, Kenneth Walker, the best transfer in the Big Ten this year, maybe the best transfer in the nation so far this year, right. has been a huge reason why. Right. for that team. So, do you buy what he's selling? Is what it comes down to, right? right? Do you trust his plan? I, that's what I always ask, right? Do you buy what he's selling? Do you trust his plan? Do you trust your eyes? I mean, what's your feeling? No. My eyes don't trust it anymore. They don't. I, I, I know you're going to say, well, what about Michigan? Your eyes trusted it October yeah, I, 9th. So it swung. Now, because I, you take those games and you to prove when you are against, your back's against the wall, if you have a game like that, you know what you do? You come back and win the games you're supposed to win. You don't lose them and look flat in the process. Mm-hmm. That those two games, yeah. I mean, if if you were in the frost corner, which I started, I I came back that way after the loss to Michigan because they had just blown out Northwestern. Mm-hmm. That was a good two game stretch, right? I expected them to follow those results up with all right. Let's get on a little bit of a heater, not not win out, but let's get to a bowl game, six wins, and let's do that starting off by beating Minnesota and beating Purdue, and they go into Minnesota after this great game against Michigan. And they're flat as hell in the first half, down twenty-one to nine. Come back a little bit, second half. They find ways to blow it, lose the game. Mm-hmm. Purdue, 
They didn't start off that bad. It's they're up at halftime, but their second half they came out flat. Well, how now? Hold no, they didn't. Now, first of all, be careful, Jake. They had well, you, they, you're stepping in it. The defense came out smoking hot in the second half. Well, they made mistakes. The team made mistakes then. Sorry, but the fine. defense was excellent. So what I'm getting at is how much of the Purdue loss do you just hang on Adrian? I hate to say it, but if Adrian plays well and they're not minus four because of because of Martinez, right. minus four in a turnover category, I, they, I mean, how close are they to winning that game? Yeah, the, you can't really say close. they. You can't say they came out flat in the second half because the defense was was flying. But they didn't move the ball at all in the second half. No, they didn't. They, is that all on Adrian? No, I'm saying it's not. a lot of it is, but it's not all. It's not. On him. That's it's on not your, all. That's on your your play calling. Yeah, they too. couldn't get anything going on the right. ground. I mean, Adrian was a problem with his picks, but it's not like they were moving the ball when he wasn't throwing interceptions that well in the second half. No, that's so true. That's, that's why I say they were flat in the second half. The defense defense was not flat. It the defense tailed off. Yeah, as the you know as the mid to mid third quarter, late third quarter into the fourth. But they came out firing. Um, yeah, there's just uh, our friends are getting um, are getting Animated. frustrated. Yeah, what, what are uh, they frustrated with? Um, I mean, okay, I'll tell you just what. Please tell me what I, I probably sound like an apologist. Um, a little bit. I'm not too far. The thing that I have trouble with is that. Okay, I, I have to verbalize this carefully. The thing I have trouble with is just taking that three-week period and going from, yes, it's going in the right direction, and then two games later saying, no, it's but not I, going But I don't right think direction. you were like sitting there saying, oh, there's no doubt this is going to work after Michigan. Do you understand Michigan, what I'm saying? I, I do, but, but even at three and four, I was optimistic it was going the right direction, but I wasn't like, yes, we're in, this is going to work out. I'm still like, I still have my all right, doubts. all right. Because you have you're three and four. How can how can anybody at that moment say, "Yeah, we're, we're going to be great. We're going to end the season." I thought they would win against Minnesota and Purdue. I did, and they lost to both those teams. And that's why we sit where we're at in terms of the reassessment in a short two weeks of Scott Frost. Because they keep losing those games, you're not supposed to win, lose. I mean, I, Happer had a great stat yesterday. He was going through the games that Nebraska has been a favorite in the Scott Frost era. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Mike Riley as a favorite at Nebraska was fifteen and five. Okay. 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 Scott Frost is thirteen and ten as a favorite. As a that is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fifteen and twenty-seven overall, eleven eleven at home. Um, fifteen and twenty-seven overall, eleven eleven at home. Again, though, that's I'm just telling you what I'm what I have trouble with. Um, just taking that two-week period, that two-game period, and, and saying it's all about that. Now, you're saying it's not all about that. Be- Vegas Bobcat said, by the way, about me, you are more than an apologist. You are, re- <laughs> you are, you are reading the Nebraska PR script. That's a great way to start a sentence. <laughs> you are more than just an apologist. Yeah, thank you, Vegas. I, I understand. I mean, I'm try- Vegas, all I'm doing is trying to look at it from both sides. And, and try to understand both sides of the aisle, okay? Because there are two sides here. There's, there's, there clearly are because I'm hearing from them. Um, I'll, and I can get to a couple of those emails later in the show if you want, Jake. 
Um, what are you seeing? Well, the text line to me is is an indicator of where this fan base is at. It's so divided. Right. Thank you. Thank you. So but, you're but not, I, I you're not read... surprised I'm hearing no. support. No, I'm not. And I... people are – just so you know, when, when you call me an apologist and Vegas Bobcat saying I, I'm the PR guy, I get, I'm getting attacked in my email for writing a negative column on Sunday. Well, you can't win. Right. You can't win. When, right. when, when the team's not winning, you can't win you, either. Right. That's true. Okay, this is what I'm talking about, though. Okay. So we've got this is this is back to back text by different people, okay. and this is exactly where we're at with the as the fan base. One person says this unnamed texter says, "Jake, is this the Bash Frost show again? I'm shutting your negativity off." The next text from Zach says, four losing seasons. What do you guys need? It's so ridiculous. Any way you slice it, this is absolutely unacceptable at Nebraska. I mean that right there." Those two texts are where this fan base is at. What? It's very, it's all very uncomfortable. Right. So, I mean, the thing that you're trying, okay, now Jake, you got to reconcile some things in your mind. I know. I think I know where you're, what you're going to say, because because we do this, we have this conversation. But but I, when I'm assessing it, I'm thinking what we said at the start of Frost's tenure, which is long runway. He needs a long. He needs a long runway, and I think one of the factors that was appealing to him was the idea that he would get a long runway here, right? That he wouldn't get it a place like Florida, but here, but here he can he can he can take his time, and like a, you know it's a it's a coaching cliche, but build it brick by brick, and he has to start over, and it's going to take time, and I think a lot of people that are trying to support him are are looking at it that way. This was going to take time, so give him room. Give him time. And right now, I do say this. I do say this, and I don't... I, I mean, I wrote what I wrote the other day, and, and I don't like the where it's going, but I have to remind myself to be fair in this conversation. And there's a part of me that says, if you pulled the rug out from under him right now, I'm not sure I'd feel that it was 100% fair. Well, why not? Little... He might deserve one more season where you say, okay, you got to show us what if What if they have a similar thing where they're, they're losing close games again? Well, then it's over. Someone but, might say, well, but, they're, they're right, close. Right. How long feels, can you be close before you're not actually like, close? It feels like we're projecting. I mean, you got to project to next year, and I guess a lot of people are looking at next year and saying it's not going to get any better. If, you're, if that's what you're saying – I, I can understand that. Well, you might have a new quarterback next season, whether it's on your I roster. I think you. I th- it sounded yesterday like you're going to. Whether that's a guy on your roster as a backup right now or if it's somebody as a transfer coming we'll, in. We'll I don't get to know. that. We'll get to that. But now, Jake, think about the conversations we have. Can you please take a breath? I'm, t- I'm breathing over here. Okay. You say we might have a new quarterback. I mean, now I could easily turn that on you and say, "Isn't that what you want?" Well, I, I just—I mean, you're what, not exactly Adrian's number one supporter. I'm so, not. so, so, how can you use Adrian as a reason why it's not why it might not work next year because, if he's not here? Because if that quarterback next season is on your current roster, I just don't know if I believe with those guys to take you to where you need to I go. Understand. 
I understand. Uh, I'm not trying to, but do you understand the double talk that you just kind of yeah. did? I, again, I'm, this is not. A, I'm not trying to diss Smothers or Harburg or, or Masker, but if those guys aren't beating out Adrian, who again is a talented quarterback, just gets in his way a lot. I don't know how I can expect those guys to come in here and all of a sudden win six, seven, eight games for Nebraska as as backups right now. And it sounds like at times it's a pretty distant backup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like he's they're, like they're chomping at the bit to take right. his job. I would say this without without giving a lot. Yes, let's just say that. It's a pretty distant backup, okay? It is. Someone says, I'd like to give Frost a lifetime contract. Are you sure you're not an Iowa fan? <laughs> what else are you hearing? Well, we, gotta, we, hey, got, let, we got calls to get yeah, to. Let's get, let's, get, let's get to our friends who are who obviously are listening – and probably have some pretty strong opinions. Let's go to Vince in Napa Valley, California. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good Vince, you, are you Vince. back to work? Are you back to work? I went back to work yesterday. Vacation was very liberating. That's the good news. Uh, the difficult news, of course, was uh, having to go back yesterday. And you know how it is when you come back from vacation. You can just come back to chaos. Yeah, yeah. I, Always. Yeah. Naturally. Embrace the chaos. Embrace the chaos, Vince. What are you thinking right now about Nebraska football? Well, I mean, well, well, first of all, I'll I'll go back to the last two game stretch that you got, you know, that that you guys talked about. I mean, the Minnesota game, I mean, the first half, we were, for the first half, we were enormously fat. I mean, that's where you wanted to, that's where you wanted to put some maple syrup on those pancakes. That's how flat we were. Yeah. But, um, and, and as far as the Purdue game was concerned, I mean, here's where here here's where I go with the defense. Okay. I mean, like most of the season, I mean, they've given they've given it everything they've got, but it's like, but like, how many drives were there in the second half where it's like, first you know the defense goes to the sideline, and it's first down, second down, third down. Hey, uh, punt team, get out here. Um, I mean, they because at some point you just can't keep putting that much pressure. On your, you know, on your defensive unit, and right. as far as far as the as far as the whole conversation with Frost is concerned, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, yes, we all kind of signed on for the long runway, runway, uh-huh. but it's like I look at two things here. Number one, it's like, uh, it, you know, it is kind of getting hard to trust his message because look at all the comments that he's made, say, you know, since being hired. The first one, well, we're hoping the Big Ten has to adjust to us. Well, they have. We're looking up at everybody right now. That's how they've adjusted. Um, number one, and oh, this should really pop. And you know, it, we're, we're going to be really dangerous in year number two. Well, year number two comes. Boom, we're going home for the holidays again. <clears throat> year number, you know, year number three. Okay, that was COVID. Year number four, where we're at now, we've got a really good team. Well, now. It's going to take a three-game winning streak just to get to six games. And the frustrating, the exceedingly frustrating thing is this: it's like, and think about it. I mean, how many blue blood? I mean, blue blood power five programs are going on. Well, if if we don't win three straight, we're going to have five straight years of not even winning half of our games. You know, that's. I mean, that you know, that's that's definitely that's definitely not a rosy picture. But in, in Reading between the lines of those comments that you guys played, it really, to me, I kind of looked at it like he was posturing, you know. And, uh, when, and what? Okay, how do you mean he, that? How do you mean that? Well, where he was saying, "I hope we get it. I think we should get it." 
to me, I, I mean, you know, I mean that that's that's just that's just my position. It, it kind of it kind of read to me as he was posturing for another year, and it sh- and it showed that you know he's that okay. There's some doubt that has kind of sunk in whether he will get it or not. You know, okay. and and you know you you kind of saw that in the Bill Callahan years, and you kind of saw. I mean, you definitely saw it at the end of the Bill Callahan years, but I mean, obviously. That was a different time because at least now we have an athletic director who's going to be, you know, reasonably transparent. Whereas, you know, uh, Peterson and Eichhorst, well, you know, well, we don't need to go into those guys. They were two bit pieces of turd fraud, but that's another story. <laughs> well, all right. That's where we're at, Vince. That's where we're at. Yes, indeed. All right. All Vince. right, fellas. Thank you for Thank calling, you call. Vince. We appreciate it. Now, posturing. Could have been fighting for his guys a little bit. Um, you know, a head coach, you know, he's got a lot of people working under him. And that could have been Frost's way of, you know, kind of going to bat for the people that are working for him as well as himself, obviously. Um, I, It was interesting. Those words, I don't want to overstep here, but I'm really excited about the rest of this year. I'm really excited about next year. Mm-hmm. I hope we get it. I think we should. Well, yeah. you're in, pushing for you're in job safe mode right now. Safe job mode? I think so. I, I think how, so. how can you not be? Well, th- here's how you would not be, and I don't know this. If if he's been assured he'll be back. I don't know if I if I like Trev assuring that. Well, I don't know if he case. did. I don't yeah, I don't know if he did, but that's that's the only way. Okay. Okay. A couple texts before we get to Chris. Yeah, hold on. These Chris. these are good texts. We're rolling. We're rolling. Uh this from this from Doc on the text line. It's nice to hear from Doc. Really is. <laughs> Doc. Doc says this: half the Nebraska fan base is literally insane, wanting the same thing over and over and over, expecting different results is insanity. Yeah, I don't know, Doc. Now, I don't know what the percentage is. It feels like it feels like pretty split. Yeah, it does. I don't know if it's getting. I think more. we're in one of those years. I think okay. we're in one of those. Years. One more from it Jordan. It feels like the end of the Solich tenure to me. Jordan and Lincoln, before we get to the, the calls, oh, Jordan good. says this. How can you possibly expect things to improve next year? The numbers show what, what Scott is, and that trend will not be broken. It's simple math at this point. Take the emotion out of it. Not a single person would say he was fired without justification based on his performance. Right. Now, the, the one thing I would tell you, and I would think about if I was Trev Alberts, think about the nature of this conversation. It's just going to continue in, indefinitely or for sure through the off season, right? And I don't know if that's healthy. It, maybe it doesn't matter that much, but it's – I mean, you, you always have to have recruiting in your mind, right? And the conversation at Nebraska is, is he going to survive another year? Now, how much does that negatively impact recruiting? That has to be a question. Um, and then in, in going into next year, are we just going to have these same conversations? But it, how, Unless how they win not, every game, right, I mean, how could you not have the same conversations? Right next now, year? if you're Trev, you have to think about that. Let's, Let's get a call from Chris. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Steve Jake. How are we doing, Chris? How are we doing, Chris? We're doing real well, guys. Um, boy, you know, you guys are on a hot button topic here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. What? How, what's your feeling? Well, you know, Steve, I. I don't know what to think about the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've told you guys before that I think a lot of it is just where our program's at. I mean, in the last, in the 
21st century of Nebraska football, look at it. You know, no no championship, no conference championship. Uh, we're a lot of years away from a national championship. Um, you know, what you guys were talking, we were talking earlier a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, we all said that they were kind of pointing to this year to be a breakout year. You know, we had a four four year starter coming in here at uh, going to be his fourth year at, at quarterback. We have a bunch of six year seniors on defense. Right. We thought that you know the defense would would be up to snuff, and the defense has played well at times. But remember, before the season, you guys, we were thinking. Maybe we might have a top thirty, top twenty-five defense. Right. That you know the latest, the latest uh, statistics show us about mid fifties, I think, in total defense. Yep. Or around fifty. I'll get it. Hold uh, on. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, but guys, for next year, I and I honestly think, I think Scott's going to be here next year. I really do. But uh, uh, Jake, to your point. Breaking in, maybe breaking in a new quarterback, breaking in starters on defense and stuff. Now I don't know if Ohio State's on the schedule next year. I take it Michigan is, but we'll probably have to go up there. Uh, Oklahoma comes here, but uh, you guys, I, I don't know the the inconsistency of play is is just you know is is just what strikes me. And Steve, Jake, one more thing. I always used to sit up there in the stands in the in the 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 good times there in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties and think, God, these fans that travel over here from Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State before Bill Snyder got there, to just to just get slaughtered like a lamb, you know, here at, at Memorial Stadium I thought, so what would it be like to be a fan of these programs? Well, you know what? I've told my wife, I said, we're living it out here. We are living it out right now. You know, we just, we see the stands emptying out, you know, before the game's over, not because we're ahead by 40 or 50 points, but because we're getting beat. And, and you know, it's, I, I don't know, Steve, Jake, I, I, I tell you, I would like to think that things are going to change but right now, like Bill Parcells always said, you are what your record is. And that's, I, yeah, that's, that, that's the bottom line. So, I guess. guys, I don't know. We'll we'll see how these last three games go, and we'll boy, we'll be kicking this stuff around for another year, I'm sure. But uh, Steve, Jake, great, great show and good topic. All right, thank you. Now. As far as the defense goes, Jake, real fast before we get to Derek's scoring defense, Nebraska is a top thirty scoring defense, twenty seventh. They're only they're only allowing twenty point three points per game. Total defense, they're forty fourth. You know, Nebraska. It's one. Okay, by the way, Nebraska's ranked higher in total defense than Ohio State. Ohio State's forty ninth. One of the most confusing stats out there is Nebraska's offense is sixteenth nationally in total offense. 16th, but they're only 53rd nationally in scoring offense, inefficient. Um, I red, red uh, zone problem. Oh, they've, they've, oh, they've been they've been better in the red zone than they have in previous years yeah. this year. It's it's all very strange. That's and that's what the people say. Yeah, see, they're close. I know you can sell okay, that I, legitimately, can. and uh, you are what you're. Okay, P 
people keep texting me and saying you are what your record says you are. So so you say that in 2017 or 2000 was it when when did Nebraska break out seven and zero under Riley? Was that it was 16, 2016. Would you say that team was what the no. record says it no. was? No, um, no, it's not. It's not always the case. It's not always the case. I hate that cliche. It's not. It's a fault. It's. I I like some cliches because they're cliches because they're true. That one's not. Let's get a quick call before we get to break from Derek in a car. Derek, you're on early Derek break. Go ahead. Car. Gentlemen, great uh, topics always. Um, uh, one thing here before I ask my big question, and you need uh, another fan experience or listener experience would be take me back Thursday where you guys go back three or four oh, months boy. and you uh, replay what your predictions were for total defense, for total wins. Jake, I know you got pulled along by Sipple. He's a great sales when he had you up to eight wins. But mm, I take did. me back Thursday, guys. Hey, here's the situation as far as the coach goes. Um, <laughs> Trev Alberts has his work cut out for him, no question about it. If you wait and you give him another year, and let's say they peel off five wins next year, I mean, don't you really need to set the bar at a minimum of eight in order to make this thing go? Because, it, you know, if you go out and get Dave Aranda next week, you give him an opportunity to bring his players in. You give him an opportunity, you know, the cupboards aren't bare. My concern is the recruiting cycles over the last three seasons. You know, those uh, rankings are not going to be very high. They're going uh, to be post-30th and beyond. And so you're kind of putting the next coach – in a real difficult position if you, you know, you give them another year and you bring this whole thing back and then, boom, we only end up with four more wins. Who's going to want to take the job, I guess, is my question. Okay. Thanks for the call, Derek. Appreciate that. I, there, these, there's a lot of – there's not a lot of easy questions or easy answers to these questions right now. But I, I do believe that – there is a coach out there that would take this job. I do too. I that never. That's actually worthwhile. For yeah, the job. I I absolutely. Believe it, I've that. never believed it's Scott Frost or we're screwed forever. No, I, and don't. And we'll talk about that later in the show. No. But I just that's a horrible thought. No, it's it, a stupid thought. The, we are in a fix though, and it doesn't feel like there's any easy fix, and it feels a little bit. It feels a little scary, right? I mean, how far is this going down the road? We'll talk, how, how, yeah. how many years is this going to? How are we going to be talking like this? We'll talk to Cass next in early break in the ticket.